Hi, so I feel like talking and ranting about spirituality and how stupid they are sometimes, um, and by they I mean the spirituality community, but before I wanted, before I did that, I wanted to start just by saying thank you to anyone who listened to this podcast at all, or if there's anyone out there that listens to it on a regular basis, I did like Spotify wrapped and it said that there's like four people who listen to this podcast more than any other one, which is like mind boggling to me. Like this is like the one of the, it's, it makes me laugh sometimes when I listen to like every other podcast in existence where they'll like freak out because there's someone outside their window, like mowing the lawn or something and you absolutely cannot hear a single thing on the recording of the podcast but they'll like freak out and like mention it and keep mentioning it and be all anxious and upset about it because they think that like that noise is going to somehow ruin their show and it's like oh my god well I like sit here and have like my fan on I'm like laying in bed with one of my cats sitting on top of me and this is how I I do my podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to anyone. If there's anyone out there that like listens to the show on a regular basis, um, I appreciate you for doing that because I honestly don't know why anybody would. Because <laughs> I feel like all I do is ramble and yeah. It also, one thing I want to mention too that I thought was interesting was that it said that people listen to it mostly between like 11 p.m. and 3 a.m., which actually makes sense. Like, that's when like your brain won't shut up and you want to listen. That would be the time you'd want to listen to someone talk about like random subjects, especially related to trauma things. Um, but also, if you listen to this to help you fall asleep, um, I'm actually also just fine with that like this may sound weird but um when my insomnia was like super bad in like 2018 2019 I used to then I didn't I didn't know about this app that could make that made it where I could like lay on lay on my bed with like my phone and just record a podcast so I used to just record like voice notes of myself talking on my phone like I still have all of those but there's no way I'm listening to any of them because that time was a disaster (laughs) but I still have them in case I ever do want to go back and listen to them but I used to listen to those when I would try to like nap during the day when I wasn't working or when I would try to fall asleep or I would put if those didn't work I would put on like a podcast episode that I had listened to like 40 billion times So I listened to it so much that it wasn't, like, an episode that was going to, like, keep me entertained and my brain would want to stay awake. It's just, like, something in the background to help me fall asleep. Like, that was before I realized that there were, like, YouTube channels that played, like, weather. Now I just listen to, like, a a loop or whatever of, like, a thunderstorm outside. Um, But that was before I knew that existed. But that's always another option. Every once in a while when I, like, don't sleep well especially on the weekends I'll like li- I'll listen to I'll play like an episode of this podcast and uh, when I'm like just kind of laying there in the middle of the day on the weekend not doing anything um to try to see if it'll help me uh 
take a nap. I usually can't nap, so it usually doesn't work, but I still do it just to help me relax. Um, so if I'm helping you relax, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about spirituality stuff because it's just on my mind today. Um, the spirituality kind of, the spirituality community has a lot of pitfalls for, especially for people who are dealing with trauma in their lives, especially people who are dealing with like big time abuse, which is, you know, anyone that would probably be listening to this podcast at this point. Um, it's very, uh, I don't like to say dangerous, but it kind of is because, um, so there's a lot of pockets of the spirituality community, as you can imagine. And over the last few years, especially since COVID started, um, it's definitely become more popular. Like it's much more mainstream to be interested in astrology now and to talk about seeing like doing like tarot readings or going to see mediums or that kind of stuff like people talk about that a little bit more openly now than they used to and it's a lot more acceptable to be into astrology and knowing about it and talking about it than it ever was before um but of course the part that is like the down there's always a downside to when something becomes popular like that especially when it's like something that's completely kind of unregulated like kind of the spirituality communities are like there's no like licensing board or certification for becoming like a medium or becoming a tarot reader or like all of those like weird like those intuitive life coaches or whatever that you see pop up on social media there's nobody there that's like regulating or watching what those people are doing to keep them in check to make sure that they're not doing anything harmful to anyone which is always really scary um and the other thing is that there's a lot of things in spirituality that sound interesting but when you look into it are actually a uh, QAnon. yeah that that's definitely th- that happens a lot so like there's this whole kind of area of spirituality that is it's always like if you don't have a friend or something that's interested in it already that can kind of help you like go figure out that path um and you're if you're just doing it on your own and figuring out like what you like in it and what you don't like it's easy to get sucked into like that side of spirituality where they're like it's very fear-mongery it's basically like people who left christianity but never actually like worked through what they didn't like about Christianity because they just perpetuate the same fearful shit and just in the spirituality space and it's just that's the stuff that always is like kind of flashy and interesting um that gets people's attention at first like it got mine uh like I got into um and that side I mean is like that side that talks about like twin flames which is basically describing, like, an abusive, like, domestic violence sort of relationship, or the side that talks about, um, starseeds, which is the idea of, like, aliens. The guy who made up the whole starseeds idea was a literal Nazi, and, like, when you look at the idea, like, the story behind, like, the whole starseed thing is having to do with, like, 
planets being in a war and stuff like that. And it's just a very, like, white colonial idea. Like, the fact that, like, the idea that there's, like, these um, races that live across the galaxy from us that are, like, smarter or whatever than we are. And they spend their time fighting each other exactly like we do. It's just stupid. Like, once you get away from it and look at it, you're like, this is dumb. And it's especially dumb because they, like, never... They, like, whenever they talk about it, it's always a bunch of white people that, that are depicted as these... It's just... Yeah, it's there's a lot of, like, very clear racism. It makes sense. Once I found out that it was made by, like, someone who was, like, a literal Nazi who is... Who basically came up with something that was like the whole Nazi thing, essentially, but just called it something different. It made a whole lot of sense that that's what that was. So if you like that stuff, I understand why you did, because I liked it at first too. Um, so yeah, that whole th- that whole kind of side is very flashy, and it's kind of like like I get why people get interested in or fall into that side of it because there is a lot of that there like not just like what I've already mentioned but like a lot of that side talks about how you have to do like Reiki on yourself in order to heal you have to like you know you have to do like these like monthly rituals where you like light a candle and do all this shit you have to like clear the energy in your apartment like once every week or month or whatever or like, negative spirits will, like, you know, get you, (laughs) um, basically, and, like, there's this whole idea that there's, like, entities, like, attached to people and things like that, um, which are basically just, like, negative, basically, like, things that, and it's kind of ironic because people talk about entities usually involving trauma, um, like, when somebody's been through a lot of trauma, they'll say that, like, an entity is attached to you because you went through a lot of trauma and stuff and it's just like that's after I got away with it long enough I was just like this is just like fear-mongery bullshit like I think that most of the time when people describe entities what they're actually describing is like mental illness but they're just giving it a different crazy sounding name and acting like it's something attacking you as opposed to you just being mentally ill and like you know, needing help, um, because also that side of spirituality particularly, um, downplays, like, mental health and therapy and just, like, learning about trauma a lot, like, a lot, a lot, a lot, um, like, that's the side that, like, talks about how you're an empath and, Like, I thought about this because I saw a video tonight on TikTok that was, like, uh, symptoms of when you're an empath. And all of the symptoms were just, like, describing, like, the diagnoses for PTSD. (laughs) They were describing, like, hypervigilance, basically. And I was like, okay, that, and, like, it's fine if people want to come up with different words, obviously. It's not, like that in and itself isn't necessarily harmful but the problem is that this side of spirituality particularly will talk about will call something a trauma bond when it's not they'll talk about twin flames but not talk about how they're inherently kind of abusive toxic dynamic that you should not engage in they'll talk about 
like empaths and talk and describe like hypervigilance and what it's like when you're traumatized or a PTSD or something, but like not give it that name so that the people that are having these issues, like there are people in like the spirituality kind of world on that side of it that think that they're just born an empath and they just like can feel all these emotions from other people. Um, and they're just born like that. And this is just a condition that they have to deal with for the rest of their life. Almost like they, they're like chronically ill or something when that's not at all what it is. Like you're traumatized, you're traumatized by something that's hypervigilance if you like actually went to a therapist and learned coping mechanisms even if you don't um aren't ready to go to a therapist or something if you want to go to just on social media and find like accounts done by people who talk about trauma even that would help you and it would give you like real tangible advice of things to do that you can use to help yourself and help get positive coping mechanisms to help you deal with like you know the quote-unquote like symptoms of being an empath of like feeling people's emotions and blah 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 and everything being draining and shit like that um but like the thing with that side of spirituality particularly is that they just want to feel special that that's literally what it boils down to is that like the majority of all of that shit like believing that you're like a star seed like you're like coming that you come from some alien planet and are sent here on like a special mission that you're an empath that can just feel other people's emotions more than anyone else am because you were just born with this like innate skill that you have a twin flame that that you have someone in your life that you've known through like all of these past lives that you meet people that are supposed to teach you lessons um all these like things are basically people wanting to feel like more special like wanting to feel like their life is bigger and grander than it seems um which is not, like, the worst thing you could do, I guess. But the problem is that, like, a lot of that rhetoric is very harmful to people who have trauma. Because a lot of that rhetoric is very, like, toxic positivity-ish. And, it, like I said before, it's also very... It, it doesn't, like... It doesn't look at the, the problems that people are having and, like, give you, like, solutions or... Um, really help you in a real way to like help you do with these things so that you will feel better and improve like there are people who believe that they are empaths and think that this is just how they're always going to feel if they actually went to see like a therapist they would their life experience would greatly improve like mine definitely has in like the three years that I've gone to therapy like, I still, um, I still, like, am, like, there's a part of you when you're, like, when you've been through a lot of trauma and you've been, you know, have, like, that quote-unquote, what they call empath things where you, like, can pick up on what other people are feeling and 
feel like the energy of a room and things like that like that stuff doesn't completely ever go away but um but I also don't feel like I'm responsible for other people's emotions like if I'm in a room and somebody is upset about something I can recognize that and realize that it's not like my it's not my fucking responsibility to like fix that or anything like that and it's not quite as like exhausting as it was at one point to deal with all of that shit um and like the more you go to therapy the easier that stuff becomes to deal with but if you never even go because you like somebody tells you that you you're just like a special empath that came from another planet and this is the best you can do it just makes me really sad because I just know that those most of those people have some sort of like depression or anxiety or something or trauma or all of the above going on and if they got actual help they would feel better but if they never get out of like that side of spirituality they're not going to learn um anything at all (laughs) honestly um And the other part about that side of spirituality, too, is that it's very easy to fall into QAnon. Like, the spirituality to, like, alt-right, like, anti-vax QAnon pipeline is real strong. Like, there's so, like, there are people, like, I saw so many, there was a lot of people that, um... I used to watch their, like, YouTube videos or follow them on Instagram or whatever, um, for, like, pick a card readings. Those are very popular on YouTube. I used to follow, like, a bunch of people who did those. And then when the pandemic happened, a lot of them, um, were being anti-vax, were, like, saying that they weren't going to wear a mask, were taught, were, like, doing like the fear-based rhetoric about the vaccine saying that there was something wrong with it you shouldn't take it that you don't need it that it's just about control or whatever and it was really disappointing to see so many people that I liked up until that point do that but it was also it was weird like it it helped illuminate like the sides of spirituality that were causing me honestly a lot of grief and we're making things a lot harder for me to understand uh, about myself. About myself, because the thing about that side of spirituality, especially, is that they talk about things in a very absolute way. Like people, like try to describe this. Like when you get like a when you watch a pick a card reading or you get like a tarot reading done with someone and you ask them a question and they give you an answer or you watch like a pick a card reading and and see which pile they do and see if it resonates with you or not like the things that they say during that reading like I said before with the or no wait sorry I didn't say this before but um this is a a tangent that makes sense I swear so like the one of the worst like plot devices I saw Stephen Moffat do when he was in charge of Doctor Who was in Amy and Rory's last episode he did this thing where there was like a book of basically what they were like the story of how Amy and Rory like 
you know, uh, left the doctor. It was basically, there was a book that was describing, like, the episode that they were in. Like, the people, like, the, the bad guys that they were fighting. And they did this re- absolutely absurd plot device where, like, if somebody read something ahead of where they were in the book, then it was just like, oh, well, since you read it in the book, now that's, like, set in stone. There's no way we can possibly change what's going to happen in the future because you read this one sentence in a book. It was really stupid. It was really, really, really stupid. It was it was really dumb. Um, but I say that because that's, like, some. I feel like a lot of people look sometimes especially when you fall into like that side of like spirituality where that is very like close to kind of QAnon rhetoric and it's honestly the side of people who like never worked through their issues with Christianity and are just doing the exact same thing again with like just with like crystals and tarot readings and things like that like taking place instead of going to, like, a Christian church, um, but, like, sometimes people look at, like, tarot readings and shit, like, what they tell you is just, like, something that is set in stone, like, they're telling you your future, and there's nothing that you can do to, like, change it, like, if you go and get, like, a tarot reading done with somebody, and they tell you that, you know, something's, something bad will happen, or, like, Let's say you, like, ask them, am I going to move soon? And they say that you are, but you don't want to move. Um, It doesn't mean that, like, just because they said you're going to doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to. Like, you still have control over your life. You could make different decisions because you had that reading and they told you that. Because you, and if you don't want to, you you would know that and make different choices to lead you to not have to do that if that's really not what you want to do. Um, or it will just get you in a place where they tell you why or, like, give you some idea of why so that when things start happening in your life, you're not, you're not, like, as caught off guard. You're more prepared for it. And so it's not something that you're, like, completely against when it happens but it's it's not like a thing of like if this person in a tarot reading tells me that this is what they think will happen it doesn't mean that it's absolute gospel it doesn't mean that it's absolutely going to happen and if you have a reading and it doesn't completely work out the way that they say it doesn't mean that they don't know anything or that they were lying or anything like that it's just like the readings that they have are are meant to kind of help you give like my favorite pick a card reader who's pro who's like um youtube account is named roseology is she always says she has like disclaimers in the beginning of every video where she talks about how like my reading is not to like tell you what to do it's to remind you of things you already know um and that's really like the best example i have for like what kind of tarot readings and Um, Just a lot of what spirituality is supposed to be, like, at the heart of it, is supposed to be things that kind of help you learn how to understand yourself better and help you, like, get better at, like, kind of your intuition about, like, what you want in life, like, and just how you feel about certain things. 
And it's just a way for you to kind of like validate things that are going on in your own life. And sometimes you need that like validation from an outside source. Like, you know, maybe you know that the, the person that you're with is not good for you. And so you, you like look up a pick a card reading having to do with that. And your reading says that this person isn't good for you and you're going to break up. Like it's like a thing of you already know that this person isn't good for you. And, but sometimes a like third party outside source kind of echoing that back at you helps give you the confidence to leave like that relationship is that is that sort of thing that's like what spirituality is supposed to be but I feel but a lot of like the kind of side that what I've been talking about that is very hurtful to people who have trauma because it's very rooted in like toxic positivity that very quickly just falls into like the whole anti-vax like alt-right situation and QAnon um especially QAnon uh it, it, like, it's very black and white, like, that's why, like, it's, when you look at that side of spirituality after you're, like, you've been able to, like, kind of almost see behind the curtain in a way, um, and you realize that most of the things that they say is connected to QAnon, which always goes back to anti-Semitic, like, conspiracy theories about a bunch of, like, Jewish people actually being lizards that are, the richest people in the world that make literally every bad thing that's ever possibly happened ever happen um it's a very simplistic idea when you look at it it's like it would be a lot simpler right if like one group of people was responsible for every single bad thing that's ever happened in the world um then if you just stop that one group of people then you stop everything but that's you know that's not how the world actually works but like that's the conspiracy theories are basically just like people always scared and wanting to to look for something some outside source that can help explain like the fear and pain that they're feeling in a way that makes it more controllable like when the astral world situation happened and people started making conspiracy theories that he was like um sacrificing them to like the demon a demon it made it easier for people to understand why Travis Scott would let something like that happen to his fans if they thought that that's why he was doing it. Because then there was like an outside power source that was causing this to happen. It's a lot scarier to think about that happening to people and that that wasn't, there was no other reason why he was letting that happen other than he just let it happen and didn't stop it. And that all those people died for no reason like that's a lot harder for people to handle um but yeah that's but anyway I I just I wanted to talk about that just because it's I think that spirituality when you look at like like I said like when you look at astrology and when you get involved in like if you want to watch pick a card tarot readings I do recommend doing watching them honestly and if you have a horrible family like mine is that have members that are dead, I highly recommend trying a mediumship reading because um, it is very helpful to talk to family members that are no longer around. I know that sounds weird, but 
it's been really helpful for me. But, like, I know that's, like, a difficult concept for people to wrap their minds around when they're just starting to get involved in it. So, I understand why you wouldn't want to and would just be interested in, like, astrology or, like, pick a card readings at first. But, like, those things are really helpful for people who deal with trauma to kind of, like, have some outlet to, like, understand, um, just a way to kind of understand their feelings about things, to understand themselves better, to have, like, a concrete thing like astrology to look at and be, like oh, the reason why I can get really angry and very, like, protective and and very blunt all the time is because I have an Aries moon. Or, oh, my son is in the eighth house, which is a house that is, like, very, like, serious. Like, it's very, can have, like, dark energy. It's all about, like, huge transformations happening multiple times in your life. So that makes sense of to explain that the fact that my sun sign is in the eighth house that explains like partly of why my life has been so like tumultuous and traumatic and I've had so many like huge life changes and huge upheavals already in my short life because my sun sign is in the eighth house. Um, Even if you just look up like the perfection year, like I'm 36 this year, and so that's, um, this 36th year is the perfect, is the year for the 12th house, which is, um, a house all about, like, spirituality and the unknown and kind of, like, the scary things that you don't like to deal with, which makes sense of why the last year has been about figuring out all of that stuff. Um, like, when I was 35 last year was the 11th house which has to do with like friendships for one so it makes sense of why a lot of my friends that I had up until that point like fell apart um even that's that alone it's just something outside of yourself to help you look and figure out who you are why things are happening in your life to help you just kind of deal with things easier um, it's just, I, f- I definitely was into, like, the side that I talk, that I'm talking about that is, like, harmful, and it, I, I needed that, like, black and white thinking still at the time, because I was, a lot of that time was when I was still, um, still trying to get a handle on myself and everything, um, but even, like, last year, like, it, I, like, slowly started, like, like I said, when COVID happened last year, I started just, like, unfollowing people, um, like, there was, it was weird, like, it especially improved when it came to recognizing people who would be, like, pick a card readers or do, like, tarot readings and stuff that, um, kind of fell into like the toxic positivity stuff like telling yourself like oh if you just like think positively and try to manifest all these happy things will happen to you but that like that doesn't make sense when you've had like a traumatic past because it's like if that's true why didn't anyone help me when I was younger like I really wanted it you can't sit here and tell me to like my face that 
I didn't get help when I was an abused child because I was negative because I was being abused by my parents like that's stupid but that's the like people and sometimes on that because they look at things in such a black and white way they don't think about what how people would feel if you have like mental illness or if you've been traumatized in some way if you've been like oppressed by someone um or just by like society if you're like someone who is black indigenous person of color they don't think about that shit at all because it's very it's just this is how it is and that's it and because there is no like nuance at all they end up like really hurting people that really need help and leave them without it just makes it's really upsetting they like tell you like oh you just need to think better and all these things about your life that you don't like will change and like you're so that implies then that if you if your life does not change and it does not improve that 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 it is your fault that that's not happening because you're not ready for it to happen or whatever or you're um blocking things like there's this really big idea that like oh things aren't happening for you because you're blocking things from reaching you like that idea is so prevalent and that is stuck in this whole toxic positivity like wanting to be able to control like having this idea that you can control what happens to you at every aspect of your life like sometimes you can't like um for example like I've I've had so many readings uh, that I've watched on YouTube that would talk about money because money has always been like an issue for me and um they would always say like oh you have like a poverty mindset you need to get into like whatever the opposite of that would be and that's like why you don't have any money that's what's stopping you is your mindset you're negative you think negative about things and whatever that's what's stopping you from getting money and it's like that always would make me cry every single time somebody would I would watch like a reading they would say that about me um or I would pick the pile that would say that because like my money situation in 2018 and 2019 was very and honestly in 2020 was extremely stressful like extremely there was a bunch of times where I like was unemployed or I was like off of work when I was in treatment or I like missed a bunch of time for my surgeries or whatever and it was really really horrible to like watch those even some like you know individualized like tarot readings I got with people that I liked online that they would say that oh you don't you're not like getting money because of your own um because you're stopping it because you're negative and you have a poverty mindset and it's like what the fuck does that even mean like I grew up poor (laughs) I don't know what you want me to do like I grew up poor and I've never had any money that's not something that it's it's a way to like blame you like because because when you actually look at it like the reasons why I didn't have money is because of just things that were much bigger than me that were happening in the world like the reason why I struggled a lot with money last year particularly is because my job laid me off for two months in the middle of the year which was long enough for me to lose all of my personal my paid time off so when I had to have surgery 
I like lost, I didn't have any pay time off. That had nothing to do with like my like negative mindset. It had everything to do with the fact that COVID was going on and my job laid me off for two months. That's had nothing to do with like me or anything that I could control. In like 2018 and 2019, like I was unemployed because I was dealing with all of this stuff with my trauma and dealing with the ramifications of that and having to like leave jobs that I just like wasn't ready to do and or like when I was on short-term disability leave like they paid me only two-thirds of what I usually made when I was on leave because that's what the literal law is for short-term disability not because I did anything wrong but because um that's just what it is that's just how the world works and so like now the last like couple months or so even though there's been times where money's been tight I've like figured out more just like naturally over the last couple years of how to control money and honestly the thing that has helped the thing that is the thing that's ironic about this is that the thing that's helped that the most honestly is the fact that I have a therapist that I really like and that we've been able to like have progress done and it's also a thing the fact that I have like a couple like a couple friends now again on like social media that I consider like friends that I talk to like every day on and off we talk about like you know the big traumatic things but they all they like I know a good amount about about their lives they know a good amount about me they also know my personality and know what I like and what I don't like and just kind of how I am and so that happening along with like having a good therapist and also getting away from like the toxic people and spirituality that would do readings and tell me that everything that was missing from my life was my fault and um that would always make me cry um and gotten a much more positive like outlook on all of that ironically a much more positive outlook now and just a much healthier outlook on it all that it's not like it's not black and white thinking at all for me anymore it's very nuanced and it's that kind of take it or leave it um if someone says something that I don't like in a reading I try not to let it get to me too much because I understand like what they're more for instead of as just this is just fact is more of like this is just meant to kind of give me some advice or like guidance along the way um but yeah like now that that's happening like it's been easier for me to figure out like money for instance as a stress because I've just gotten a handle on an easier handle on how to handle like my emotions like even though my emotions over the last like three or so months have been like all over the place like I'm not gonna pretend like I haven't been a mess (laughs) um like before I used to like order out food like almost every day and like I'm not gonna pretend like I don't order out food a lot still like I still do that's just something that I I do when I can because it just sometimes it's just easier like when you don't have like any of the wherewithal to like put food together 
it's easier, especially without a car, to just order food that gets delivered or ready for me to eat. And all I have to do is go to the front, go to my lobby and like pick it up and then bring it back to my apartment and eat it. Like it's just easier than, especially without a car, because I I can't like get into a car and drive somewhere and, and go pick something up. I can't drive to a grocery store. So like ordering food online, I try not to do it. I do it like in batches because it's more expensive to get it sent here and it's a whole thing of like trying to figure out what I all want all at once um so yeah so like I forget what I was even just talking about (laughs) sorry that happens to me sometimes um oh yeah okay so yeah so I still like will I usually order out, like, once a day, um, for, like, the weekend, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I usually order out something once every day of those days, um, sometimes, though, lately, the last, like, couple months or so, uh, I'll, like, plan, like, an order for, like, Walmart, where they deliver me my food, and then I'll, like, make myself not order anything on, like, Saturday, or Sunday or something, um, when I'm, like, worried about money, but if it's, like, a normal week, I usually will get something delivered to me on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then, but then, like, won't do it, I get, like, sometimes I'll order something on Thursday nights, too, um, it's always, like, the middle of the week, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Like, Wednesday is when I have therapy, so I usually will order out something for myself on Wednesdays, which can kind of start me wanting to do it again. So even though I still order out food, like, a good majority of the week, it's less than what I used to, because I used to literally do it almost every day. And um, it's also more gotten to the fact that even though I hate when money is tight, And I don't have the option to order out food on days when I feel like I don't have, like, the, I just don't have the ability to, like, put food together for myself, even if it's something super simple. Like, there's been days in, like, the last couple months when money's been really tight and I can't, like, order out food because I can't afford it. I have to, like, just get stuff that I get delivered to me from the grocery store. Like, there has been a couple of times where I've, like, barely eaten for most of the day because I don't have any food like that in my house and I can't deliver it. So I have to, like, figure out what food I want to buy from the store that's easy for me to put together. And until that stuff gets to me, I can't eat because I just basically keep walking into my kitchen and looking at what's there and getting frustrated and walking back out (laughs) because I can't make any of it. And I keep wanting to do, figure out something that I can make that's simple, but sometimes it just doesn't work. Um, but yeah, like, but that's been like a whole process of figuring all of that stuff out. And like the, like having more time, having a supportive therapist to help me figure out like emotion wise, like work through things is one thing. And then the other thing is, like, feeling more, um, just being able to be more 
comfortable with the fact that I don't really see anyone on a daily basis because I have two people at least right now that I talk to on a daily basis online again who know me like that makes those two facts um together has made a big difference that has led to like improvement with that stuff because like when I'm stressed about money I can talk to them about how I'm stressed about it um one of them is the one that offered me like a part-time job and the entire reason why she offered me that job is because I made a post that was friends only where I was talking about how I was really short on money and how I was sick of feeling this stressed every week every month and wanted to and was basically just asking for help and she was like hey why don't you work for me part-time so I can teach you like this skill that you can use to be as like your career um to help you with money and I was like uh okay <laughs> um but yeah those are like the things that help me help money improve like I've and I've also just like planned things better like I bought something for my sister today for Christmas and that was like it was basically the last Christmas present that I'm going to have to buy. Like, um, I want to go to Trader Joe's again this weekend with her because they have a lot of really, like, really nice holiday kind of stuff around. And I want to be able to get it before, like, the holidays get too close and they, like, run out. Um, but, so, like, I'm probably going to buy some of their, like, kind of candy desserty kind of things they have for the holidays as, like... A present for my aunt like the only I like legitimately the only people that I buy Christmas presents for is for my aunt and my sister but um I ever since like September I've been like buying like a little things at a time for my sister so like now that it's like December I don't even though I have like that feeling where I feel like I need to go out and spend all this money <laughs> I don't actually need to do that because I have a bunch of stuff already for her and it's more than I've gotten her for Christmas in probably like three or four years at this point because money the last three or four years has always been super tight and I've never had any money to get her anything but this time I like planned in advance because I know how Christmas is and like basically just looked up small business accounts for the things that she likes on TikTok and bought them off of them um, little bits at a time and was able to get a bunch of stuff for her that I know she's going to enjoy. Um, so yeah, like it's that stuff that's like helped improve my money situation. It's my friend that I just randomly made on TikTok because we have the same interests and we just like, we like get along and things like that. Um, that offered me a part-time job to help teach me a skill that I could use as like my career that is helping me get there and like nothing that I could have done like just to bring it back to what I was talking about with like spirituality like pick a card reading stuff like I needed to get to the point where I could like run into that person on TikTok and become friends with her and then after being friends with her for a few months us getting to the point where we felt comfortable enough to talk to each other that way like, that takes time. So, like, that was not something that was going to happen any sooner than it than it did until we were both ready for that. 
like I joined TikTok in February I added her as a friend I don't even remember when somewhere after being on there for at least a few months somewhere around the summertime I think and um yeah and and uh like we yeah we just we we were friends we like messaged back and forth for like a couple months this fall she like fell off because her tiktok was being mean and not showing like any of her like friends like her mutuals what they she didn't see any of what we posted anymore so there was like a couple months there where i didn't really see her but then she made a new account she popped back in and that was when all this stuff happened but so like between her and the other friend, they were people that I started talking to this year, and it takes time for, like, friendships to build up until they're at the point where you feel like you really know each other and can start, like, having that sort of, you know, friendship, and it wasn't because, um, I did anything wrong, it wasn't, like, if I would have, you know, been more positive that I would have somehow run into those people faster, it was just a matter of time of like being in the right place at the right time or like just happening to see them because we just happen to run into each other that way and like that's the thing that's hard about uh or that's the thing that's harmful about spirituality it's helpful to like find the right people that talk about it in a more grounded way of use this for whatever you need to use it for but don't act like it's like telling you the absolute truth about your life if you if you don't think that's right then that's fine um but also realize that like it can be very helpful if you use it kind of in the correct sort of way um like the amount of people that I've, like, unfollowed has been a lot over the last, like, almost two years now since COVID started. And it is very disappointing because I know that, like, I fell into that side of spirituality when I first got into it because it fit with the black and white thinking that I had from being traumatized. Um, that's why it sucks that there's that side of that because it's very easy for traumatized people to fall into that side of it because that fits with how we tend to think. And it's one of those things, like, the more of therapy you go to, the more you realize how nuanced everything is and the more complex you see everything. Um, so, like, it's just the more you, like, realize that that sort of thinking just, it just can't be true because it's just way too simple. And, um, and it's sad because there's people that I really like and I can... It's hard because I can see sometimes them struggling. Like, there's, there was a couple, like, channels that I had that I subscribed to still on YouTube for a while um, that I recently decided to finally unsubscribe from them. Um, there's one person in particular that, who uh, was really helpful to me early on when I was stuck in, like, the more black and white kind of crazy side, honestly, of spirituality, and, um, but it was something that I needed at the time that was helpful for me to kind of, like, start this whole thing of, like, becoming more intuitive and learning more about that side of me, and so 
I always, like, hoped that she would kind of figure out, um, like I did, that, like, a lot of the concepts that she was believing, like, she was super hardcore into, like, the whole starseed idea was rooted in, like, anti-Semitism and things like that, and to kind of figure that out on her own and, and, like, get her head back on straight, um, like, there's a lot of videos she did where it seemed like she was really kind of struggling about what she was seeing in her readings, because that's, like, the hard thing of when you're a tarot reader and you get, like, intuitive feelings is that you say things and you see things based on what you think is real. So, like, if you think that there's, like, negative spirits around people that follow you around that, like, make you feel depressed or whatever, you're going to see that around people. It doesn't mean that that's actually true or that's actually happening, but that's, like, what you believe, so that's what you're going to see. Um, so anyway, I was, like, following this person for a while and I was, I still had her on Instagram because I was hoping that she would eventually, like, wake up to that and, like, get herself out of it like I did, but, like, this week she posted something where she, I couldn't, like, hear, like, the audio but it was a video of like fucking joe rogan of all people talking about the dangers of instagram and i and she was like you need to everyone needs to watch this and listen to this and i was like oh my god i am done like if you're gonna post joe rogan as if you should listen to anything he has to say mr i took evermectin and is just a ridiculous human being and like uses like the alt right like anti-vax conspiracy theories to make money basically to scare people I'm I'm 100% done (laughs) um but yeah like it's weird like I used to watch like a lot of pick a card readings like I used to watch at least probably at least one every day like that was something that I used to do a lot but especially at least once a day there would be someone that I followed on YouTube that would post something that I would be watching because I watched so many people and then as more time went on I just like stopped especially the last couple months I've gotten to the point where I'm like there's some people that I like listen I like watch their readings but like the things that they talk about are never the things that I really care about or like they they're interesting but they never really like completely work out like a lot of readings for pick up heart readings are like super long I've realized like some some of the accounts that I followed that I still liked that, that were fine that weren't like you know the kind of um they weren't into like the fear tactics and stuff but their readings would be like 40 minutes long every single time and I'm like this is not necessary every single time it's just not it it just felt like they were just like talking to talk it was weird um so I like just stopped like watching those people's stuff too and that I have like one account that I still watch um the Rosology account that I mentioned earlier that just talks about like general things and kind of does readings that are like unique for like the kind of genre like a lot of them are like about like oh what it what does this romantic person think about you or things like that. I don't really care about any of that shit, but, like, hers are always very much about, like, kind of self-development and getting to know yourself better and helping you, give you advice about what's coming up next in your life, which is why I like her channel the most. Um, but yeah, so, anyway, it's just been a whole thing of over the last, like, two years, there's so many accounts that 
I used to watch that I don't follow anymore. Every once in a while, I'll see, like, their video show up as, like, a recommended thing on YouTube under, like, a video of from, like, the Rosology channel that I'm watching or something, and it's always so weird. I, I always click back on their channel to hope that they've, like, like, stopped doing, like, the fear-mongery shit, and so far, you know, they have it. Um, that stuff is just hard. It's sad. Because part of the thing that I say is it, that is sad about it is that I see a lot of the people who do channels that focus on that stuff, like, struggle. Like, there's always a point where they're like, you know, oh, I don't feel very motivated. Or they'll be, like, asking people a lot, like, what kind of reading should I do? Or, like, during the readings, they almost, like, you can tell that they sound like they don't sound confident in what they're saying or they sound like confused or unsure or whatever and um and I can just tell from like the outside that it's because when you're in like that black and white kind of thinking area it's just like that everyone has like intuitive an intuitive nature that you can kind of if you focus on yourself and get to know yourself better um you can definitely make that stronger and so like but, like, the fact that they're so focused on, like, these beliefs that all are just wrapped up in being afraid all the time really cuts that part of that off. Because it's the whole thing that, like, all of us, like, uh, spiritual or not spirituality, but, like, trauma victims learn is that a lot of times, like, we don't actually feel our emotions or know what's really going on around us because we're so afraid of everything all the time. Um... Like, we feel like people are mad at us when they're really not. We're afraid that people are going to hurt us when they're not going to. Things like that. Because we, because we're traumatized. And um, so there's a lot of channels that I used to watch that I see struggle with that a lot. Because they're, like, not in touch with their emotions. Like, what they're actually feeling. Because they've been told that if they feel anything but positivity, then that's like negative and they're like stopping themselves from being happy and so instead of like realizing that's silly they like keep thinking that they're doing something wrong and they're and the reason why their life isn't going the way they wanted to it's like this whole like cycle of being like oh I keep meditating I keep like journaling I keep doing all these things but it doesn't help like um I don't progress I'm not like I still feel like depressed but it's like the reason why you feel depressed is because you're like not feeling your feelings you're not even aware of what you're feeling some of the time and you just keep going in this circle um where you keep like those feelings keep coming back because you never deal with them you just like do all these things to stay busy to push those feelings away and so it just keeps happening over and over again so they like I see them like struggling with stuff and and it just I just wish they would realize, um, like, no powerful being in this world, like, whatever version of, like, God or a spirit or whatever that you believe in, would ever put you on earth and make you go through all these horrible trials and tribulations and tell you that if you feel just human emotions that, like, you're somehow not, like, able to be happy it's just nobody would do that <laughs> no one um yeah it wouldn't make me as upset as it did if they weren't hurting 
trauma victims. That's, like, the big thing. Is, like, we already feel shameful and, um, like, we're responsible for things that aren't our fault. And, like, people in spirituality popping up and saying, yeah, the reason why you're not happy is because of you. Just, like, validates all of those horrible feelings that are 100% not true. But when they show up and say that shit, we think it is. This has been a really long ramble about spirituality, but this stuff makes me really mad. Um, I think it it also makes me sad just because uh, when I started, I didn't say this before, but um, the whole reason I got into spirituality in the first place, it legitimately like happened when I was at my absolute worst, when I was, when I, like right around the time I entered my treatment program for PTSD and like the whole reason why I started going to the spiritual shop by me is because I wanted to try out Reiki and I couldn't do because I wanted to do a massage but I couldn't do a massage because I can't have a a complete stranger touching me are you kidding me um so I did Reiki instead and like that's kind of how that all happened and so like even though that side of spirituality was really toxic and I do wish that I wouldn't have spent as long as I did in it. Like, I spent, like, a year or something kind of thinking that way. Um, I am glad that I had it just because it was something that kind of kept me going when I really needed something. I just wish that I would have found a healthier side of it a lot sooner because every time I would start feeling good, I would then watch, do, like, some pick a card reading or whatever um that would say something like that would scare me into thinking that something horrible was about to happen to me again or that I was the reason why I like couldn't be happy that I couldn't find a job that I liked that I couldn't um that I couldn't like find money that I couldn't find friends to talk to just all of the big issues that were going on in my life um I felt like I was the reason why they were happening and it was really hard to hear that like the last straw I think for me with that side of spirituality was when I started when I joined TikTok I learned a lot I finally found people that had a healthier outlook on it all and it made me be able to see like the obvious like fear patterns that were in the rest of it like it was easy once I had someone that kind of showed like the honest thing of like this is just fear tactics like what the church does and I and I myself wasn't as afraid anymore I was able to see it and that happened after I joined um TikTok in February of this year really um that like the first like month or so I was like oh yeah this is what's been happening like even just like decolonizing like my spirituality like I stopped going to the spiritual shop I used to go to all the time not only because I don't have a car but more the fact that I just I didn't like the idea that they have like all these different spirituality like belief systems from all these different cultures they like sell things from a bunch of different cultures all in one room and none of the people that really go there are from any of those cultures so they're basically just appropriating all of them and um yeah it was just a lot and so like I stopped 
doing all of that stuff and wanting to do that stuff which cuts out like a lot of stuff in spirituality when you don't want to when you don't want to like cultural appropriate anymore and things like that um and just that helped me have much healthier mindset but I did like this one last kind of uh tarot kind of reading with someone where I wanted to find out like what my figure what it was for like basically to work on like weaknesses that I had that I needed to improve on um I'm not afraid of finding that out that's like the whole thing of of, uh, therapy and in that reading the reader said just said something that would be like a very simplistic thing she just said like oh you're a child of God so obviously he's like watching out for you and making sure that you're safe And it was, like, such a small part of the reading. But when she said that, I, like, started dissociating and got, like, super triggered. Because for me, with the history that I have, I was, like, if I'm a child of God now and that's what keeps me safe, was I not a child of God when I was actually a child? Because I was definitely not safe then. Like, did God know that that's what was happening and just, like, left me there? Like, as soon as the, like, for, like, the last half hour, it was, like, an hour-long, like, reading. Like, I bought it off of, like, a recommendation of somebody else that I trusted at the time and um, off of, like, Etsy. So it was just, like like, a YouTube video link that she sent me. And it was, like, an hour long. And for, like, half of it, I was just, like, crying the rest of the time because she said that one line. And it's, like, after I did that, I was, like, I'm not gonna do this anymore. I'm gonna only follow, like, the, watch the accounts on YouTube and stuff that I know for sure I can trust, which is basically just, like, one, really, at this point. Um, it used to be a couple more, but even a couple other ones that I used to, like, I, like, just, uh, when money got tight, I used to have some of them on Patreon, and, I dropped them because I couldn't afford Patreon anymore, and I just realized after they were gone that I'm like, oh, I don't really miss, like, these readings. They didn't really completely, like, fit for me or help me. They were just kind of things that kind of helped, like, pass the time and help. Sometimes I just want, like, that outside, um, like, advice, and I was like, well, I can just wait and just get advice from, like, you know, the Rosology account and other sources of my own without it being, um, like, that way, because that's just not, that's not helping me, um, but yeah, so, um, I, once again, lost why I started talking about that, (laughs) I'm sorry, um, but I think what I was trying to say there was like yeah it's just that line that that person said in that reading I'm sure they didn't think very much about it but it's kind of one of those things that when you see things in like a black and white kind of fearful mindset or like don't think about things don't think about like the things you're saying like you're not trauma informed you're gonna say things like that that trigger trauma victims without realizing that you are because you're assuming because of your own life experience that you've never had the feeling of being unsafe 
and like people don't realize how much of a privilege that almost is like there was one time on tiktok that i got like some comment i'm pretty sure it was from like a young teenager but um wait no this was actually from an adult i forgot about this but i let i just left a comment talking about like how i hated the police and to abolish the police on a video of another creator that's a trauma therapist and someone responded to that comment and be like oh but i i get i bet when you like really needed help you would call the cops wouldn't you because you really actually need them and i was like why are you assuming that i've never been in a position where i've needed help before and and like told them like the cops literally came to my house when i was growing up when my parents were abusive and didn't even come inside when we would when my mom when my sister would call 911 and tell us that it was a family matter and that they couldn't get involved and would then leave like and I was like you should know better than this to say something like this on an account of a trauma therapist to just assume that there's never been a time in my life where I've needed help where the police help if they function the way that they should would be helpful and they were not there and did not help me and the person was like I'm really sorry like and apologized afterwards and I'm like you shouldn't be fucking assuming this shit when you're on accounts of people that talk about trauma like open your fucking mind just like what how stupid are you like just because you've never had that situation happen does not mean that other people haven't like duh um (laughs) um but that's what like the spirituality stuff reminds me of a lot is like people say stuff like that because they're so stuck in kind of the positivity is the only way mindset that they don't realize that the things they're saying are is very harmful that are basically telling people that you're not allowed to feel all of your emotions because if you do you're gonna like prolong happiness in your life um yeah I'm gonna stop rambling now hopefully someone else besides me will listen to this entire episode I guess this is just like this is one of those things that I worry that brings me a lot of anxiety thinking about because like I tried to say earlier uh, spirituality has helped me a lot um and it's helped me understand myself better astrology specifically helps me understand myself and my and my parents and stuff better without ever having to speak to actually any of them um (laughs) uh and it's just something very like good to kind of have an outside source for advice and um to just get to know yourself better like figure out what you really want and what you don't want in your life and work work on like your intuition and stuff so it it's a thing that is very natural for people who have trauma to like want to get into because we want to learn about the world around us we want to learn about ourselves we want to learn like healthier coping mechanisms and a lot of the meditations that people in spirituality do are very 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 similar to like the meditations we do in treatment to like one of the skills that my therapist had to was like trying to teach me that was like an emdr skill was very similar to like meditations that i've tried before um so it's a very easy thing for people 
who are traumatized to get involved in and is generally a positive thing but only if you're like aware it's like it's just it's scary to me of how many kind of fear tactic-y things they use like they don't say you're gonna burn forever in hell but they basically say the same sort of thing just to keep you scared and it's just as exploitative as like religion can be when it comes to that stuff and um like if you get stuck in that you're just, it's just going to keep perpetuating the idea that you're responsible for everything bad that happens to you and that you should be afraid of the world when it's the other way around you shouldn't be like the universe is not actually out to get you um yeah I guess that's just what I'm trying to say here the universe is not actually out to get us if you follow if you run into spirituality and want to check it out like I have and you find people talking about that side of it and really focusing on the idea that there's like some sort of battle that's going on or that you need to always be like cleansing your apartment or like cleansing your aura and doing all this and that and the other thing um Maybe back away slowly and find somebody else that doesn't do that.